Welcome to the Mindset Reload. I'm your host, John Robertson. And on today's episode, we have special guest, Mr. Rick Bermudez. As we recap episode two, your own worst enemy, Monsters in the Closet. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. When shopping for affordable and customizable insurance coverage, look no further than Rustic Ridge Insurance Services of Rome, Georgia. Rustic Ridge Insurance Services specializes in small business and farm insurance, as well as personal auto and property needs. Now serving Georgia and Alabama, contact Rustic Ridge Insurance Services at 706-622-2484. That's 706-622-2484. Call now to protect your assets. Welcome, everybody, back to the Mindset Reload. This is the recap for episode two, Your Own Worst Enemy, Monsters in the Closet. And I am thrilled to have my buddy and my personal therapist, Mr. Rick Bermudez. How you doing, sir? Hey, sir. How you doing? How you doing there, John? It's a pleasure, brother. Well, I'm glad to have you on here because, you know, you helped me with my journey a lot over the last two years. Along with, of course, I have to give a lot of credit to myself, obviously. Definitely. Um, you know, that's self-love, self-care is important. But uh, you you helped me with uh, creating boundaries and, and seeing some of the things that I had going on in my life. And uh, between that and just changing my environment, um, you helped me with a lot in my life, you know, and, uh, you know, with the support system that I had, you know, in my marriage and um, between listening to uh, podcasts like this one and listening to um, the, the wisdom and, and the, just the, the tools you gave me, you know, help help transform me into where I'm at in the last two years. Mm-hmm. So um, you get a chance to listen to the episode, right? Yes, I did, sir. All right, cool. Um, what were some of the takeaways you had? You know, the topics we talked about was, you know, negative self-talk. Uh-huh. You know, the voices that are in your head that tell you every day you're not good enough. You know, you can't achieve this. Because so-and-so said you're this way, then that's how you should be. You know, I went into talking about how you should let opinions of others affect your outlook on yourself, right? Because that's their life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they sure as hell don't want you, you know, living their life and looking at their life through a microscope because mm-hmm. everyone, right, everyone has monsters in the closet. Exactly. So you know, we get negative self-talk, talk about self-doubt, which, you know, that comes right off of negative self-talk. Trauma manipulation, which is a word that I branded as far as I know, meaning that past traumas that that manipulate themselves later on in life when you come across a familiar occurrence, right? It's like, oh no, this this happened last time. So is it going to happen this time, right? So that was kind of my definition of that. And then lack of trust in yourself and others, where you know, a lot of times, Rick, we say, you know, I just can't trust people. But along with not trusting people, we have to fix the trust within ourselves, right? Exactly. Because we put those people in those positions majority of the time. So we have to set boundaries for ourselves to ensure that we stay in line and and you know we can do a better job of picking, you know, if it's if it's a relationship or you know, a job or friends or family. I say it a thousand times on every episode, right? Exactly. Your, your environment sets your potential, brother. Mm-hmm. So, and then the last one that I hit was lack of motivation, which 
and when you're talking about things that could um, be lack of motivation, like um, being lazy, which is 100% on us as people, you know, you got to want to do it. A body in motion stays in motion. You know, I talked about getting up and, you know, doing things physically to get your endorphins going, you know, because of the more you do, the more you're going to feel like doing. And then mentally just reading a book, learning something new, creating a new hobby, journaling, you know, all that stuff that just kind of, you know, promotes self-growth. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of the recap of what I discussed in the, in the episode ways, you know, from your perspective, you know, being a therapist, well, well, taking a look at everything, um, taking a look at everything, you hit some very serious topics. And what we got to realize is that every topic that you hit is what I would call danger zones, right? This is danger zones in the human psyche right? And the human mindset. So talking about the first danger zone, which is negative self-talk, right? The reason why that one is so dangerous is because we as human beings can convince ourselves out of anything. Correct. We can literally talk ourselves out of success. We can talk ourselves into failure, um, which in case, you know, anybody wants to understand, failure is not anything that's negative. It's about learning from the failure, but we can even talk ourselves out of learning from the failure, Right. And when we engage in negative self-talk, what ends up happening is that we put ourselves in this pit of despair, right? So everything's negative, right? Nothing's ever happy, right? Oh, nothing's good. This is, you know, this sucks. Have you ever had a day to where you started talking negative and the day went the day went ahead and was just as bad as you stated it would be? Exactly. And that's where I say in lack of motivation in the episode. You know, majority of times a negative attitude, which yeah. is contagious. If you have a yeah. bad attitude, negative attitude, it changes it changes the whole temperament in the room. Yeah, hands down, hands down. We see it all the time, right? We see it. We could feel energy, right? All of these things that you basically touched upon, um, which were great, great topics, brother. Um, and like you know, they all were danger zones. Everything that you touched upon is energy. Right. Every each and every aspect of that is energy. So when you put negative self-talk in the air, the first thing that ends up happening is that you mess yourself up. Right. You basically become you, you know, you fulfill that prophecy that you set for yourself and people don't understand the energy of words. Right. You know, words are powerful, man. You know, words are extremely powerful. A hundred percent. You know, and I heard this on another podcast I listened to a while back was. If you went back to three-year-old you, would you talk to yourself like that? Would you allow someone to talk? Would your parents allow someone to put you down that way? No way. If you have children, would you allow someone to talk to your three-year-old that way? Or grandchildren or whatever it is. Or, you know, for some of our younger audience, because we do have it, you know, your little brother, you don't allow that. So why are you allowing yourself based on something that happened in your past, right? We don't just wake up and say, Majority of time, we don't just wake up and say, oh, we're just horrible, right? Mm-hmm. We learn, correct? Yep. And we learn that through either not embracing failure and thinking that that's what we are, and that's going to be the outcome, which is a fixed mindset, which goes back to episode one. Mm-hmm. Or someone or something made us feel that way. Exactly. And that's the main thing we got to be careful with and understand. Let me tell you, brother, I I, I worked at a women's batter shelter one time, right? Yeah. And, and let me tell you how powerful words are. 
talking to all these women, I had one in particular who told me, she said, Rick, you know something? The craziest thing was it wasn't the physical abuse, right? And I'm looking at her like, what? You've got to be kidding me. She's like, no, nah, it's not the physical abuse. She was like, you know, she was, she was like, as many times as he hit me, as many times as he threw me down the stairs, what killed me the most was his words. Because his words carry with me, his words are carried, you know, they, they continue to carry with me till this day, right? I continue to hold on to them to this day. I'm not even with him and I can still hear him in my mind. I can still listen to when he told me I wasn't nothing. And then now I tell myself that I'm not worth it and I'm nothing. So we got to be careful with that kind of energy, man. You know, when we put that negative self-talk out there, that negative self-talk is, is very destructive. And it could definitely destroy, right? That's what it's meant to do, right? You know, how, how many people become successful off of negative self-talk? None. Right? None. And that's the biggest number. But we do it, right? We do it every day. We talk ourselves out of things. We talk ourselves out of jumping and, you know, um, you know, pu pushing our potential, um, looking for our greatness. We, we knock ourselves out of that, man. And that's the biggest thing. So when it comes to negative self-talk, that will lead into self-doubt, right? Because both of those two are in one, right? Bro. Like that's the biggest thing. So now when you doubt yourself and you say, I can't, you won't. Negativity breeds negativity. So when oh, you start man. negative self-talk, it automatically creates, creates negative self-doubt. But the scenario you talked about, you know, Rick, is no matter how many times physically I was assaulted, it was the it was what he said verbally, right? Yeah. And I've been through a lot of verbal, you know, craziness in my life, I would say, you know, and that's where it ties into the trauma manipulation, right? Yep. So how would you, if someone's listening today and they've been through the same scenario or a scenario similar because you're a therapist, I'm not, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel comfortable talking to people who have what I call in the episode severe trauma. And, mm -hmm. and the scenario you talked about was severe trauma. Mm -hmm. So how does one overcome something like that, you know, to, you know, how, how does one just overcome that? You know, because then PTSD comes to play. You know, so many things can happen for that. It's a very unfortunate situation. Well, the first thing we got to understand when we're dealing with any kind of trauma that's that severe um, and any trauma, whether it's severe, mild, moderate, you know, any trauma we got to, the first thing we need to understand is we need to come to an understanding of that trauma, right? We need to delve into a point with that trauma to where we understand why it happened, what's going on, and not blame ourselves for that trauma. The second part to that is being able to push forward. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people, man, they get stuck on their trauma. Right. And then we we find ourselves utilizing that trauma as a reason of why we can't move forward. So that's the biggest thing when it comes down to it. Now, of course, I'll never sit here and say that, you know, is that easy? It's not that easy. It's like right. anything else. you got to practice it. Right. you got to practice moving forward. you got to practice getting past your trauma. Right. Because a lot of people don't understand. You know, I remember when we talked one time and I remember saying, you know, if you remember this one. Right. How mm -hmm. many, you know, you know. How many hours does it take to perfect anything, right? And mm -hmm. I remember us saying it takes 10,000 hours, right? 10,000 hours equates to like, what, four years, right? Three to four years. Yeah. Right. So if you practice negative self-talk, trauma, 
you know, you know, you know, uh, as far as trauma manipulation, self-doubt, if you practice these things for 10,000 hours, you have perfected that. Some of us have perfected these skills since we were kids. Yes. So now you have 10 years, 20 years of doing this and you become used to it. And you don't even realize the kind of energy you're bringing to the table when you do that. So one thing that I do is I help people recognize that this is what's happening to them. I help them see, whoa, wait a minute. I've been practicing a bad habit for all these years. And now I have to go ahead and try to knock that habit out and practice a new habit, pick up a whole new habit. Right. And it's possible for anybody. We all can pick up new habits. I always tell people the human mind is so powerful. Our ability as human beings are is so powerful. We just got to decide to go ahead and do it. You know, um, everybody, everybody has greatness in them, man. Everybody has a gift in them. You just got to be willing to work hard to push forward for that. Right. You got to yeah. be you got to be you know, you got to be willing to push past your trauma um, and not sit in it, right? You know, that's the biggest thing. And we don't realize that we sit in it sometimes. You know, sometimes we become very comfortable sitting in it. And I've seen many, many people, you know, from clients to, you know, to family members, to friends, sit in it. You know, I was telling my boy the other day, I mean, I was telling one of my guys the other day, um, a good friend of mine, you know, he was perseverating on, a personal trauma that was caused by another friend of ours for 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, John, he was sitting on it, sitting on it. And he couldn't move forward. He couldn't move forward in his life. He couldn't do anything new. And I looked at him and I said, dude, you've been sitting on this for 10 years. And what have you gotten? Nowhere. There you go. And and, and, and he said, he thought about it for a minute. He said, I haven't gotten anything. And I'm like, that's because you're choosing not to get anything out of it. You're that's choosing right. to sit on something and allow it to, to to fester in you, right? And that's the one thing we got to realize. All of these wounds, all of these negative events, all of these things that have happened to us, they're all poisonous, right? And they're unfixable. Yeah. Each and every aspect of it is poisonous, man. And so you say, and, and your friends, not to cut you off, but in your friend's scenario, you've been holding on that, what you say, 10 years? Yeah. You probably never told anybody, Right. Yeah. So that's one thing that I think a lot of the listeners and myself will agree with is sitting back and talking to yourself only makes it worse. I'm not saying don't journal. Journal gets it out of your system. Exercising gets it out of your system. But it's also good to talk about it and get someone else's perspective. Like you said, man, you've been sitting on that, dwelling on that. You know, negativity has bred negativity for 10 years. Like, would you encourage this? It's very healthy to talk to people, especially yes. someone you're not particularly close to and get it because then it creates a biased opinion of the other person, right? Really, I'll, I feel more comfortable talking to people I don't even know because then they can't have a biased opinion. They're going to give me a truthful, honest answer. Well, that also goes into making sure that you share your opinions and you share your, your thought process with somebody that is going to be giving you good energy. Yeah, I, I think the fact that, you know, dwelling in it is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Recognizing it is a good thing. Discussing it is a good thing. And learning to forgive and forget or move forward through resilience and determination is the key. Definitely. Hands down. And you if it's someone that you want to meet with, then 
it's best to say, hey, look, I've been holding this in, but me and you need to talk. This is how I feel. They may not even know that you've been holding this in for that long, right? Or if it's someone that doesn't matter to you, Mm -hmm. open on your life. Why are they there? Well, you know, here's the one thing that we do, and it's the biggest mistake that we make, and this is human nature. We perseverate and dwell on things we can't change. Do you think that's because we don't have control of it, even though we do? Well, that's the biggest thing. We we tell ourselves we don't have control of it. But, but we have sex control. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing. So because we can't necessarily change something, we say, well, hey, I'm going to stay here. And that was the biggest thing with my friend that I was just telling you about. He right. could not change the situation of that trauma. Right. So now right. in the passing of our friend, of our other friend, right, he, 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 he couldn't like, you know, he couldn't get the answers he wanted. And I said, well, hey. Yeah. Guess what? You can't change that. You can't change that. You're not going to get those answers. So are you going to stay where you're at? Are you going to sit in that spot or are you going to go ahead and make the decision to say, you know something, I can't change it. So what's my next move? What is the next chess play? What is the next what is the next thought process that I need to have in order to move forward and build and be better? Right. Remember, all of us, everybody, everyone listening to right now from people who aren't listening right now to everybody in this world has the potential to be able to be great and move forward. It's just making that decision to do so. And again, I'm not taking away from anybody's depression, anybody's anxiety. I'm not taking away from these things. What I'm saying is we know we're dealing with it. So how are we going to come to some kind of resolve? Right. And if you're saying to yourself, well, I don't know how I, I, I can't, then guess what? You won't. Right. The minute you- if you think back to the medieval days <clears throat> and this vision just popped in my head, and I think it's a great metaphor. Mm-hmm. You know, they wore all that armor. Right. Yep. OK. Now, armor protected them. I think that we get lost in depression and anxiety and trauma that we don't have any armor because it's almost like a cancer inside of us eating us. And we have nothing to fight back. So I think that in order, you got to create, you know, boundaries are, are a form of armor, right? Therapy mm-hmm. is a form of armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, journaling, confessing it, changing your mindset. We have got to arm ourselves with positive things for every negative thing there is. Yeah. And it's you have to be willing to change your mindset. Yeah. You have to be willing to fight as hard as your. You know, you have to be willing to fight as hard as, you know, the issues that are happening within you, right? You have to be willing to fight them just as hard as they're fighting you and beating you down, right? Because because the biggest thing is people will take that and they'll jump right on in there, right? They'll, they'll, they'll jump into that and they'll stay there and they'll let it, they'll let it consume them and, 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 and beat them down. And then now we get into the lack of motivation. We get into the lack of trusting others and trusting you, you know, because now you begin to doubt yourself. So you're not trusting yourself. And if you can't trust you, then you definitely not going to trust nobody else. That's right. It's 100% right. And then, you know, all that, you know, negative self-talk begins to beat you down. It creates self-doubt. Self-doubt is all come from some trauma in the past. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... You start saying, you know, I don't trust myself to put myself back in that position. I don't know if I can trust the beer and so and so. So then you start becoming a seclusion, start having lack of motivation because you're like, you know what? 
like, I'm not going to go to the gym because so-and-so goes to the gym and so-and-so did this. And when I think about that, it makes me feel this way. And that, Screw that, right? Mm-hmm. Why are we letting what other people have said or done to us in the past bog us down, change our opinion of ourselves? Like we live our lives. Okay, I say this all the time. Time is more valuable than money, so don't waste it. Exactly. And if you have to get up because your whole town's crap, get up and move. That's if it. your job sucks and it's negative, you don't even like pointing the driveway because I have been there. Change jobs. Yeah. If you don't show up that family reunion because so-and-so makes you feel uncomfortable and then you're like, well, then so-and-so is going to be upset because I'm, it doesn't matter your life. Whatever's best for your mental health, as long as it's in a positive direction and a negative direction. I'm not saying because someone's there or this or that, stay home, right? If that is creating, you know, worse um, symptoms of negative self-talk or what have you, then avoid it. But go to the gym or, or go do something else. Don't isolate yourself. Well, that goes into the factors of what I tell people all the time. Happiness happiness brother doesn't fall in our lap no if you want to be happy you got to go get it that's right and and i have an episode coming up and we're going to give a sneak piece called you know how to create happiness well would you agree to this and we're going to give people a little listen on this is to me a lot of people think that pleasure creates happiness it creates and this was a a problem in my past right Mm -hmm. i would go buy something i'd be happy or i would change jobs and i'd be happy or whatever it is right Pleasure is a temporary satisfaction. Exactly. That's all it is because it does the same thing. It gets those chemicals in your brain to get you excited. Just like when you get a brand new car and you watch it for the first three months every day. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, um, happiness to me, bro, is comes down to peace. Yeah. Peace of mind. Peace creates happiness. Yeah. Big time. 100%. But the biggest thing is, too, when we take a look at it, like, you know, I, I've been depressed. I've had, ex- you know, I, I've dealt with anxiety. You know, you have you, you've had your moments with them as well. You know, um, you know, you know, as far as for you, you know, throughout your life, you know, and I'm not giving up nothing. But, you know, and just saying it, you know, we've all have been there. Right. But the difference is, is that we chose to go get our happiness. Exactly. We we right. chose, hey, you know what? You helped me. The biggest help you were to me was setting boundaries. You know, the one thing that resonated with me the most is I came to you and I said, dude, I'm starting to think the problems be because, you know, um, I'm the one person that is the common denominator and all this stuff. And you said one thing, and if it's the only thing I remember from our talks, man, you said, you know what, you're you're considered what well, we consider a high profile individual, meaning that you are above and beyond actively in the community, right? You've been, you told me, you said, look, you've been in music, you've done this, you've done that. You know, have you ever put yourself in a scenario with someone else that was high profile as well? And I was like, no, I haven't. You're like, well, then how can you expect it to work? Because I'm talking about a relationship right now, you know? You were like, okay, so when you're in a brand new relationship, everybody's excited. Hey, look at me. Look at you. Look at us. Blah, blah. Right. Uh And then after three, four, five, six months or whatever it is, you start to realize what you settled for. And then they're never going to meet your expectations. You're going to look at them and say, they'll never meet my expectations. 
So you were 100% correct, man. And you changed my life for that one statement because mm -hmm. now I have met someone mm -hmm. that matches me 100%. Well, the biggest okay. thing is to is to take a look at the factors of, you know, listen, everybody is valuable. Everybody on this earth is valuable. But there is such a thing as understanding what high value is. If you are a high value person, basically meaning that you bring a lot to the table. Right. You bring right. a lot to the table. You, you know, you know, you work hard, you do this, you're, 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 you're valued in the community. You know, you do these things. You, you're a great dad. You're a great mom. You know, um, you know, you're a great person in general. You know, all of these things are high value. And then you go ahead and try to match up with somebody that's not high value. It, it's, it's, it, you're, it's doomed. The relationship is going to be doomed. Right. And it's not saying that anybody that's low value, but you got to understand when you are on a certain level, you have to have somebody that's going to my father always said that's equally yoked. Right. You want to match yourself up with somebody that's equally yoked with you because that's going to be what's going to be good. Now, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying they have to have the same exact likings or, you know, or the same exact mindset, but basically that same push for life. Right. I, I was always told and I heard this. Um, I heard this the other day. I think it was on a TikTok, um, you know, because um, it was something like because I get a lot of positive TikToks that I like to look at to fulfill myself with that quick energy um, to motivate myself. And somebody said somebody said, be careful with the circle you surround yourself with. Amen, bro. That is the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. that and that's what in the last episode, I touched on this with Jamie Palmer, too. It's like, you know, he and I both, you know, you, you get to a point to where, like, you don't want to hang out with certain friends anymore, certain family members, because there's no conversation for growth. You know, they brag about doing all this negative stuff or they just have no intuition to be better than where they are. And like I said, I'm not knocking anybody that's OK with living, you know, actually I kind of envy them in a way because the life that we live is full of anxiety because we're on to go, on to go, on to go, on to go. What's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. But that's just how I have to live. You know, my wife tells me all the time, can you sit still? You're just an overachiever. Well, this has to be done. It doesn't have to be done. Well, it has to be done because it's one less thing that has to be done. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not knocking anybody. It's like that, man. But your environment, 100%. You know, and I said the one person, you know, and I said this in the last episode, man, I offended one person one time. I'm like, man, if you... Like, you ain't even talking about the same thing we're talking about. Like, I don't even want you to sit on the table. And I don't mean that. And that, that is a conversation for another episode, too, is, like, how to be able to achieve this mindset transformation without coming off as you're better than anyone. Because that has nothing to do with that. Yeah, That's not at all. You no. know what you have to do to be the best version of yourself. But what's what's what? Well, let me ask you. What's wrong with self-value? What's wrong? And, and it's not selfish. It's not selfish to value yourself because when you value yourself, you can have a better relationship with others because you're going to have an expectation, right? The reason sure. why the, the reason why we get with other people who may have bad energy or not equal energy is because we don't put a value to ourselves. Right. We don't put a value to ourselves. We go ahead and we say, oh, OK, well, this person is cute. I like them because they look good or I like them because they got a nice body or, you know, um, or I think they're OK. I think they're cool. I think they're cute. And, you know, 
then they begin to show us the real them. And then we stay in a negative relationship. We stay in there because we don't have that value for ourselves and that mm -hmm. expectation that we should be putting towards others because here's my expectation, right? This is why I got married to my wife and this is why she's great, right? I love my wife because I said to myself, how is she, I'm treating her good. How is she going to treat me? There you go. He gave me that same energy back. I loved it. I said, this is, this is a growing relationship, right? And, but if you and find it's okay to talk about that up front, right? It's okay to say, look, like this is what, yeah. going into this relationship, I was like, this is what I expect. Yeah. You know, you helped me create, I don't even know what I called it at the time. It was just a list, right? <laughs> And I created this list of what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not willing to accept and the things that I can kind of meet on in the middle on, you know, and um, those things help, brother. Well, because you get out of the you get out of the thing of wasting your time. You get right? out. of the routine. Yeah, because what happens is people get in the routine and, and they get stuck. It's just like people get stuck in a fixed mindset. People get stuck in a relationship, a friendship, a job. Anywhere else, like I've already invested so much time and energy in it, I might as well stay. Uh, look at the words you just utilized, right? Look at that word you just utilized. Perfect word, invest. Invest. Yes. That is a major, major word, man. It is a major word when it comes to us. People understand something. If you are not willing to invest in yourself, then don't expect others to invest in you. Bingo. And that is what I've learned over the last two years. I had to separate myself from things who drug things and people who drug me down or, you know, whatever. And I had to invest in myself. Did it, did it upset people? Sure. It upset people. You know, it is what it is, but you know what? You have to invest in yourself. 100% self-care, self-love, invest in yourself, get over and defeat all the monsters in the closet because you talking to yourself does not help you recognizing by a thought process in your head that I deserve better is okay. But talking to yourself and allowing yourself to say, you know what? I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I can't do it. It's not true. Anybody can literally do anything they want to do with the right mindset. And that's it. And that's, that's really when it comes down to it, that's the way we have to begin to start moving and we have to start thinking in that same tone, man. We got to, you know, you got to fill yourself with that positive energy, man. You got to, right? When you wake up in the morning, what are you listening to, to invest that energy back into yourself? What are you doing to put that energy back into yourself? Right? Right? Because we got to understand, man, like I said, words are powerful. Thoughts are powerful. So if you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I got to go to this dead end job and uh, life, I'm not happy. And you know, everything sucks, man. And, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to, you know, today's going to suck. I've seen people forecast and, you know, forecast <laughs> their days. And I've seen it. I've seen I've seen it firsthand. You know, somebody I see I saw somebody do that, man. I, was, I remember I remember we went to like um like some kind of um I forgot what it was, like some kind of a forum. And I remember it was a guy that we were with, man. And the dude was like, man, today's going to be a, excuse my language. You know, today's going to be a, a, a shitty day. Right. And and he said that. And I was like, dude, the day hasn't even. How, how do you know? And that's the first thing I asked him. I said, how do you know, man? I just feel it. I just feel it. I just feel it. And I said, OK, I said, you do realize you're forecasting that, right? You're sure. you're, you're, you're you're putting that in the air. <laughs> yes. Right. And he's like, well, what, what do you mean? I'm like, well, dude, you just said you're going to have a shitty day. So that means 
that you are projecting your energy to make sure that you have a crappy day. So even if something good happens, you're not going to acknowledge it because you're going to be too focused and waiting for that, for the, for the, for, for the clouds to drop. So would you say, because I'm sure you have been in that same mindset, is that fair? I know I have. I have recently. Mm -hmm. Here's what I do, and tell me if you agree with that. If I feel like I'm about to have the shittiest day ever, I don't look at it and say, I'm about to have the shittiest day. It's going to start shitty and end shitty. I'm going to say, okay, today has not been a good day. doesn't look like it's going to be a good day. What can I do to make this day better? There you go. Right? You got to answer the call. You can't get stuck in the call. You got to answer it and say, how, what mindset can I have to change the, the forecast for the day? You know what? I don't really want to go do that job mm-hmm. for whatever reason. It ain't got to be laziness. I don't, I don't want to go do that job. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the gym for an hour. Chances mm-hmm. are when you get through with, that gym, with the gym for an hour, you're going to feel like doing 15 more jobs. Yeah. But it's all based off of optimistic thinking. Right. To, to remedy to remedy 90 to remedy most of this stuff on that list. Right. From negative self-talk to self-doubt to trauma manipulation to the lack of trust in yourself and others and to the lack of motivation. It's all about. Right. One, investing in yourself Two, set the stage. Right. What's this? You got to set the stage. So even if you're having a crappy day, you got to be able to have optimistic thinking. Right. Sure. Which means. Hey, okay, my day's not going well right now, but that doesn't mean that it's going to go ahead and end bad. Sure. Right? Right? It may have started out not that well, right? Well, my boss yelled at me today. They said I wasn't doing good and oh man, okay. So, what do I got to do? Okay, let me go ahead and do the job I got to do for him and then now, you know, let me finish that, let me complete that and now let me do something else, right? There mm-hmm. we go. Boom. Now we're moving in an optimistic thought pattern, right? That's the whole point. Um, I get that there are some things that are very hard to move forward from, such as death. Um, you know, that's so hard. Right. That one is hard. Um, so I get that one. Um, you, you know, uh, uh, there's other things out there, but it's all about optimistic thinking. Listen, people like I always tell people, man, um, and we have seen this. We have heard about this. You've heard about people finding out that they have like a really dire diagnosis, right? You know, um, you know, hey, they just found out they got AIDS and the doctors say you only got three months to live. And these same people live for another three years. Yeah. How do you think they did that? Well, right. Yeah. It was an optimistic thought pattern. It was them saying, you know something? I'm not ready to go yet. So I'm going to go ahead and do what I got to do. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to fight it. I'm going to, you know, you know, not, not saying that eventually what's going to happen is going to happen, but I'm going to go ahead because I want to live longer. I'm going to push that button the best of the best of my ability. And I'm going to do what it takes to make sure that I'm living longer. So if that's taking my medications, if that's going ahead and beginning to work out, we see it, we see it, man. You know, when you see people who have been through some serious stuff and they're able to overcome, right. You know, when you hear like when you like 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 one of my favorite um, one of my favorite people to listen to is Steve Harvey, man. Right. When you you hear his story about how he used to live in his car and how he was homeless and everything else and he was down and out, you know, he pushed himself. He willed for that energy to get him to where he wanted to be. Right. He pushed that button. He had that. I, he in order for Steve Harvey to be as successful as he is, he had to turn himself into that optimistic thinker. 
he had to push that button and say, you know something? Yeah, this is not good. Yeah, I'm homeless right now, but I got to keep pushing. And that all comes down to choosing not to settle. There you go. Okay. There you go. Well, man, look, we're going to wrap it up. I appreciate it. We could talk forever. We're going to have you on several of these episodes. And like I say every day, I just hope that something we say on these podcasts changes one perspective, changes one person's life. You know, you just never know what someone can get from us just talking like this. I know it helped me, helped me in person with you. It's helped me listening to the podcast. That's why I do it. Sure don't do it for the money. I got a great job. Um, one day, hopefully I can be a full-time life coach later on down the road, you know. Um, but I just want to say, man, I appreciate you the last two years that I've known you, everything that you've done for me. Um, I think that um, you're a good person, man, and Thank keep you, doing bro. what you're doing. And on closing, if you will, just introduce yourself, tell people what you got going on, where they, where they can book a session with you possibly, um, you know, anything you want to share with us. All right. So again, folks, my name is Rick Bermudez. My whole name is Ricardo J. Bermudez. I work for Balanced Living, um, which is located in Rome, Georgia. Um, you know, as far as when it comes to that, you guys can definitely, if anybody wants to go ahead and get in contact with us um, at Balanced Living, you can easily contact the um, this number is 706-509-0130. Again, that's 706-509-0130. Um, overall, here's what I will say to the people. If you are not willing to invest in yourself, change that thought process. Start investing. And I promise you, you will definitely get what you're looking for. Um, and also, as you said before, brother, I love one thing you said. You know, we don't do this for the money, right? So here, here, this is for the people. Hey, this game is free. Right. <laughs> right this game is free free game this is free game people so while you're getting this free game get it before it's not free right that's the first thing i'm gonna tell you and like i said now we're not about the money but at the end of the day this is free game take the free game while you got it well man again i appreciate you man um to our listeners i hope you guys reach out to rick if you feel like you need someone to talk to Always feel feel free to reach out to us. We have voice messages that you can leave on Spotify. Hey, we're on Apple Podcasts now, which is great news this week. It was hard to get on Apple Podcasts because I don't have an Apple product. That was the hardest part. But we're on there now. But you can also email us at podcast at the mindsetreload.com if you if you need Rick's information or you know have any advice for the show. We appreciate you. We hope that you continue to follow, subscribe, like us on all social media at the mindset reload. And Rick, one last time, man, I appreciate you. You're a blessing to the world and keep Thank doing you, what you do. So are you, brother, man. This is listen, this is all destined. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the let's keep the energy, man. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh be sure to tune in next week for another episode called Building a Better Boat, where we dive into the things that are, are taking you to the bottom, so to speak, and how to build a better boat, boat being a better life to prevent surroundings and and things from dragging you to the bottom so stop poking, stop poking holes in your ship that because we do it it's self-inflicted <laughs> right so tune in next week for build a better boat rick appreciate it listeners appreciate you guys god bless